Are we done? Are we out of pretzels? It's gotta take a sip. Is everybody ready? Ready. <laughs> ready. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. Ready. Yeah. Now it's gone. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And we're just another movie night. And we interrupt your usual talking trash. Talking trash. For some talking furious. Talking furious. If you're new to this, we're interrupting our show to talk about the Fast and the Furious franchise. And in the last two weeks, we've done the first two films and we're in the third one. We're drifting into a whole new movie. Tokyo Drift. So drifting. And the only way to do this is with family. And tonight, I'm joined by my bad movie night family. To my side, I have Jeff. Good evening. Aaron. Oh, hi, yo, gozaimasu. Gary. Hey. And Jared. Hello, everybody. And we're off to a hell of a start. Anybody drunk? Yes. Hey. All right. Banzai. <laughs> so luckily tonight we have four people who have not seen this film before. This is our first time. That would be me, Aaron, yeah. Joe, yep. Gary, and we have two experts. Two people who have seen this movie probably way more times than they should. I've only seen it once. Okay. Well, that's... Okay, so this is your second time. One too many. Yes. So do you, did you remember any of this? It's been so long, I can't say that I have. Yeah, Jared? Uh, this is my third time seeing it, actually, all the way through, and I still remember some of it, but at the same time, it's... No? <laughs> oh, all right. So we're in for something. This is yeah. 2006's Tokyo Drift, directed by Justin Lin. We should know that name, because this is the person who makes the franchise what it becomes. Because... He's known for directing, and I have to read this list because these titles get insanely hard to remember. Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Fast Nine, The Fast Saga. So yeah, this guy is basically takes over the whole franchise after this movie. And he starts directing all of these in a certain way where I think people started liking them more and more because this is the lowest watched movie that has the lowest gross uh and shockingly it's not the lowest rated on imdb that would still be fast two so this one is actually more light than fast two so how does everybody feel about that going around after watching fast what too fast too furious i want to say fast two this franchise's titles are insane um how does everybody feel going around the room I would rank this second behind Too Fast, Too Furious. This Go, is going from one, th one being the worst of the three we've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, 
I actually thought this wasn't so bad. I really enjoyed it. It was a, it kind of was like an anime. It was fun. Joe? <laughs> there is no end to how much I hated this movie. Whoa. I fucking hated this movie. I hated it. Well, we already knew that was how it was going to be. Oh my God, I Of all it. this, uh, this table, we knew that one person was going to despise it. I hated the main character. I hated the love okay. interest. Gary? Compared to the last two movies, or compared to the last movie, Too Fast, Too Furious, this was okay. It was just okay. Alright, so in the ranking so far of the three that we've seen? If we're going to rank it, I'm ranking it second overall. Okay. Jared? If I had to rank it, I'm putting it last. I'm with Joe on this one. Thank you. This one is... I like the first one better than this. Correct. Yeah. All right, yes, so... I oh, you know, I, come on. For yeah. me, so far, of the first three, I would put it at uh, two Fast, Two Furious is number one for me, then Fast and Furious, and then Tokyo Drift. Thank you. That's my that's my ranking, too. All right, so I am with Gary, I believe. I actually like the... And Jeff? And me. I, uh, I agree This was the second best we've seen so far. Yes. I, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Okay. I actually uh, think there was a half a good, really good movie in here and a half a bad movie. These characters are awful. I think it has the pressure of us dealing with established characters already. And when you have established characters, you expect to see them. And then you don't see them in this movie. That's true. And it still pulls it off. Where yeah. it's like, you know what? It is better than a movie where where, where we saw the first movie, Fast and Furious. Where we've, we've seen it somewhere down the line. And we know who all those actors are. Yeah. And in this movie, I didn't know these actors. Yeah. And I still found that it was more competent, way more competent than that first movie. Okay. I'm in shock right now if I want to be hearing. I, I gotta tell you, this movie, the, the main guy, he was just fucking awful. I mean, he was dreadful. There's no plot at all. It, it, it just made no, there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. It was ridiculous. It was, I felt like everything was being shot on a green screen. Oh, it, it and it actually wasn't. Crap. Fun fact. They did I don't a lot know of these how. stunts. I just, I mean, uh, Terrible. I hated everything about it. Wow. Yep. I am shocked. Uh, I, do you remember part one at this point? <laughs> you know what? I would rather sit through part one for another three, four times than watch this one again. So you, you're all not. about the tuna shop. I am. You know what? I'll take the tuna shop over this shit any day. I did not like this. I, uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, before we go on any further about tearing this thing apart, let's do what we normally do and try to discuss this movie and what happens in it. And then along the way, maybe we can talk about, like, we could talk about I mean, what we didn't like and what we didn't like. Is there a plot to talk out? Yes, I think so, I, yeah. There is a plot. Okay, go ahead. So this about movie, it. definitely a plot. Yeah. So this movie opens up on a high school. And we see a kid who is clearly not 17 that he is playing in this movie. He looks He's 40. 24 <laughs> while filming this film. And replaced Paul Walker because the studio said Paul Walker was too old for this franchise. You are kidding me. Yep. He uh, Paul Walker looked at that time probably five younger. years younger. I least. agree. I agree. So they replaced <sighs> Paul Walker and decided to go a whole new direction. Mm. Um, because I think the last one didn't do good with money. So they figured, let's keep making this movie, but just ditch everything about it. Why not just call this something else? Why not just call this Tokyo Drift? Is beyond me. But, yeah, we're in high school. This kid's getting checked at a uh, 
Metal you know, detector. metal detector that like a thousand people are walking in. Only he he's getting stopped with a mascot, and they get to stare at each other. <laughs> you think this character is going to come back and be another character in the movie? Nope. We basically just have high school to be a montage of showing him. Basically, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? In one of the parts of the montage, we we also have that terrible two thousand rock like metal type thing that's playing over this opening credits and the credits are in white font that aren't on white things so you can hardly see half the names um and he basically i think one of the bull like there's bullies and they're pulling a, a kid in and they're in a shop class of course because this is fast and the furious they're in a shop class fixing cars and uh they're they're torturing this kid these bullies and so our lead is going to go help him but decides and eh, they're only they're only painting his belly yeah, they're actually so spray painting help. his belly, and you would think like this kid, like this main guy, he's gonna start out being like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna like him right off the bat because he helps this poor helpless kid. No, yeah. no, no, no. He just walks away. Yeah, I, and that's well, this he is... did think about it. He was like, shut up. No, no. He looked and saw what was going on, and he's like, fuck this kid. That's well, what he did. If we look what happened in the next few scenes, we learn that. He's actually trying to stay out of trouble. Yes. Because this is their third location they moved to. And in that that um, non-verbal uh, scene, we can say he's thinking about it just for the, just for that half second. Yes. And he, he goes away and, and it establishes for the audience, oh, he's a coward. He won't fight for the little guy. But we learn why. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's also him judging do can I should I help this kid or should I not? You kind of establish right off the bat this guy is going to stand up to bullies, but also, you know, maybe back off if he, if it's little. So the next scene basically is him backing off for a little bit with uh, Jared and I are on the same page. We're on the same. Th- this is actually good character development right off the bat no, to establish I mean, this character. He, he he doesn't care about the guy getting beat on and getting. He's not getting beat on. They're they're doing whatever. something to him, but they're not yes. beating him. But so he, that he decided not to help him because he, he might get moved trouble. again. Yeah. Okay, he must stay in trouble, but he doesn't have any problems drag racing on a freaking road. Okay. We can talk about that. Okay. I'm telling you, this is a fifty-fifty. It makes no they, they were just decorating his stomach. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's being abused. All men have like decorated it. each other's stomachs at least once. Well, the kid clearly wasn't having a good time. Okay. It, it all would have been avoided if the teacher was awake. Yeah, the teacher was sleeping. Yeah, that's he, right. He I was. forgot. Well, to um, Gary's point, yes, we're trying to. We don't know that this guy is trying to get in trouble, but what what happens next? We see him trying to get in trouble. No, no, no. <laughs> well, mean, no, yeah. I would disagree with that because no, because he starts talking with this girl that you know apparently is with but, a girl. Talked to him first, and he but, talked back. Okay, but this, then he, okay. he wants to race. Look, so if you're going to stay really. out of trouble, he, you're going to stay out of trouble. He started to go away. He started to drive away, and the guy was like, you know, well, well let's only... let's back it okay. up. Let's back, back it up. Back back up. So <laughs> he's going out to his car and his school. He's going out to his car. And when he gets to his car, he's... Uh, yeah, anybody want to talk about cars? You guys are good with this stuff. I don't know what kind of car he is driving. Uh, no one knows. So... <laughs> I believe it was a Chevy Malibu. Oh, okay. No. So he gets to his car, and there's a girl sitting in her car painting her toenails, showing off her legs and crotch as much as possible. And she calls to him, basically says, Hey, I like your ride. And he says... Oh... Something about, like, oh, oh, it's all about the ride. No, he says, uh, the ride, he's like, it it helps me with work. And she says, what's that, delivering pizzas? 
And then he goes, it's not the ride, it's the rider. (laughs) And she's like, damn. So So that's when one of the two sons from Home Improvement comes out. The older one. Yeah. Zachary oh, one Pye. of the three sons. Thank you. There is a. There's one that no one cares about. Um, the little one. Yeah, the little one. Oh, so sad. <laughs> so sad. He comes out. He's a football player, of course. And the football players are always douchebags, and it's always a thing in stereotypical damn movies. So he comes out and he sees this guy talking to his girl and says, "Hey, man, you talking to my girl?" Of course. Now she was talking to him, so he was only talking back. So he says. Yeah, I'm talking to her. You know, she asked me about my ride. And he's like, that piece of shit? And he's like, whatever. I like your car, too. Would your daddy get it? And then he gets in his car to drive away. And that's when the kid throws a baseball through his window. Mm-hmm. Now, look. I'm sorry, guys. I'll go drive away, too. But when someone throws a baseball through my window, you're getting beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He That's gets right. out of his car and he gets an entire line of the football team. And somehow, from, he's a magician. It doesn't come back, but he's a magician because a socket wrench falls from nowhere into his hand. Yeah. It looks like it's coming out of a sleeve, but he doesn't have long sleeves. So it fell out of his armpit. Yeah. And they all see it, it and they back bizarre. up. <laughs> so they say, hey, well, he's like, uh, let's race this out. And he says, I only race for pink slips. And he says, my car's worth more than your car. Are you kidding me? And then that's when the girlfriend, because this is a theme with this movie, that's a shit theme, is women get guys in trouble. And that's the whole point of this fucking movie. Bitches, man. Bitches. And this girl says, well, you can race for my pink slip. I don't think she said that, but that's what happens. We all thought of it. So they have... A race. And I got to tell you, this race is really cool. I agree. 100%. This is well filmed. It's well shot. And it's it's pretty neat. Imagine seeing two cars race with all, all, without all that CGI. Yes. The neon lights, although you did it better in um, Too Fast, Too Furious. But it looked, looked natural. It and looked you can na- follow yes. along and see what's going on. Yes. And it's well filmed. And the stunt work is great. So, to me, now, look, hey, we got two people making stink faces right now, which is a theme in this movie as well, everybody making shit faces. We got two right now (laughs) making shit faces right over here. And I'm going to tell you, they're making shit faces for no apparent reason right now. Oh, I have a They were going to call out the bully stuff. That was fucking cartoony, okay? It was It was not. not, Do you remember how bad one was? First one. One looked like a Looney Tunes. (laughs) Yeah, it (laughs) was awful. This is what I felt. I felt like I was watching Looney Tunes in this one, too. No. No. Ridiculous. Are you talking about the end? We're talking about one scene at a time here. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. No, no. no. The very first race. No, it's a good race. Yeah. There's no C, there's no CG at all yeah. that goes into it. It's it's a pure out street race. Yes, mm-hmm. and yes, it's done very well. And basically, from the rest of it, yeah, it's totally different. So yes, and the movie completely shifts. It really shifts here. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yeah, it drifted so somewhere else. <laughs> this car chase ends in a terrible crash where everybody should be dead. Yeah. Now, they were racing around a construction, like a whole, um, like a community construction site. Yeah, like so brand were, new builds and stuff like brand that. Brand new builds. And uh, they crashed through it all. And at the end, 
their cars totally get demolished and they survive. And I actually think this is a pretty funny scene where there are three of them are sitting next to each other in, in the police station. And he still looks at the girl with bloody teeth and smiles at her. And I thought, and I like this character. I just automatically was like, I think I like this character. He's funny and he's kind of relatable. He's like, I'm not going to back down. And I'm also still going to be funny about everything that's happened to me. So I, I automatically liked it. Now, do I like the cop that comes into this sequence? No. no, especially since he gets in his face and basically comes on to him heavily. He basically it gets right like up on Nobody in life. this movie has any like regard for personal space. Like Everybody is in that, yes. your personal airspace. Like nose to nose, it's almost like aggro. It's, yeah, it's disgusting. I don't know. I don't like anyone in my face. Like, and I like this scene because if we all remember what the characters did after the crash, um, they're all three other are at the hospital or the police station. It's a police station. Okay, and we see how the girl reacts to this boy racing for her. Yeah, and she she enjoys it. It will exactly mirror later on in the movie. Yeah. Where we have our setup, but one thing changes. Yeah. And I agree. The, the thing that, cha- that is different here, well, in the opening, the girl who is asking these two guys to race for her is basically like, I need you to win. You're supposed to look good for me. Don't you love me? And all that stuff. <laughs> She's a real piece of garbage. And mm-hmm. causes this shit show. Well, the cops basically... Uh, tell the main character played by lucas black right from uh, we i said sling blade and you said uh friday, friday night lights. lights yeah yeah so he is doing some southern fried i don't know i don't know what's going on with it i don't know I if this actor actually talks like this or if this is nobody talks like this no yes he does talk he, this like is this. his There's real no voice if you remember way. him from sling blade he has, yes. the, same, he has yeah. the same draw to yeah him. well i grew up outdoors uh Basically grew up at Lewis Smith Lake there in, um, you know, Winston County and, and uh, I grew up in Lawrence County, but it was, you know, 30 minutes from the house hunting and fishing and camping. And uh, yeah, I've been blessed that, um, you know, especially on this road too, I feel like uh, my character, you know, I, I, I get to portray a Southern gentleman and, and uh, the Southern hospitality that, that uh, we in Alabama try to, you know, try to live up to. I was going to say, um, did he look at Devil's Advocate, Keanu Reeves, and decide to copy his Gainesville for Nobody thinks that is Keanu Reeves, man, in that movie. Oof. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I know you've spent all morning listening to Mr. Broigo talk. I know you're hungry. What I need to tell you won't take very long at all. So yeah, Lucas Black, he's doing a whole southern accent, and we find out that because of the scene... He has been moved three times because he keeps getting in trouble. He's got a pretty much like a deadbeat mom who she comes in. She automatically starts flirting with the cop in front of him. And he looks out the window and sees the parents of the other kids helping their kids and hugging them and worried about them. And he basically is kind of like, I don't have that. Now, you think that's going to be a bigger theme in this movie? But it really doesn't no. matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter because he's not really about family. <laughs> <laughs> that is a theme in this franchise, and at least they're doing it a little they bit. They said it three times total in the three this movies is, that we watched. Well, yeah, this movie only has one, and it's a big moment. We'll get to that. Uh, so, yeah. So, he gets 
he's basically told you only have one option. You're going to go to jail. You're going to go to juvie. They're going to get you. They're going to put you in jail because they're going to treat you not like a minor. They're going to treat you like an adult and you're going to get slapped into jail. And you have one option. And that option is to go live with his father in Tokyo. And that's where the name comes in. He is shipped off to Tokyo to go live with his father, who's a Navy. Uh, uh, I think he works in the Navy. I think he has Navy. Uh, yeah, he's in the him. military. Yeah. Military? Yeah, I'm not sure which one, but he is in the military. Okay, I thought it said Navy. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, so he gets there. He gets to the house. No one picks him up at the airport. He got to figure out his way there. He gets there and he gets put into a closet. That's the whole room. place is a fucking closet. Yeah. Like, where does this guy even live? There's just shit everywhere. And his dad also has a prostitute. Yeah. And like, I mean, right, right when he bat, arrives. It's like, oh. We got deadbeat parents. There's a hooker. Please wait outside while I get my hooker out. Yes. He's like, can you give me a moment here? <laughs> the hooker comes out, and she actually makes a face like she did something awful. Yeah. Did you see that face? That well, she I mean, she's probably not proud of what she just did. And- I initially thought he pre- he was prepared for his son to arrive because he has his school clothes and everything prepared in the next scene or the next morning. Well, he, well, he does explain to it. arrive earlier than or later than he did. Oh. He like says, a day late. No, he said that uh, the time is different. And you were, I thought you were going to come in this other time. Yeah, he said he was supposed to show up on the seventh, but because they're a day ahead. Yes. Something. Yeah. yeah I, I, I was like expecting you that. tomorrow. Like, you mean the seventh in Japan or the seventh in America? I didn't understand that yeah, either. It, it doesn't matter. He's like the worst. He's like the uh, worst father. I also have a friend who was getting laid one time and left me at the airport. So I know how this feels. <laughs> We're so, not talking about anyone in this room. No, I'm we? just saying there was a friend I oh, knew once okay. who left me at the airport. I understand how this what goes. When you gotta get the friend. hooker out, when you gotta get the hooker out. Leave your your son or your friend at the airport. So, yeah. for fans of the movie, this movie properly introduces daylight savings to everybody. Yes. Yep. yep. Because for the next scene, that's important. <laughs> that's true. Where we are now is that he gets his clothing. This is a horrible. He's living in a closet. It's like oh. not even a closet. He opens the window and there's a woman eating ramen staring at him. Oh my god, it's just so They're face to face. I mean, she looked nice and she waved and, and the ramen looked good. Yeah, I don't know. So I was like so yeah, that over. of course, because of the time difference and he doesn't, he gets up late and he gets to school late because he can't get on the right train. He doesn't, he speaks some Japanese. We're, we're, there's an argument here that mm-hmm. he doesn't speak, but he does speak a little Japanese in these scenes. And where does he learn this? I don't Anime. know. Where? In Alabama? He took the Babel app. Are you I don't, kidding? I don't Give know. me a break. He, how does he... They had flip phones. There's no Babel. And we're not sponsored by Babel. But Babel, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> What uh, what what year do you guys think this is taking place? Two thousand? No, nineteen ninety five. No, nineteen ninety five because that goddamn Josh Hartnett. Haircut. Well, you know that's not true because of the phones. But they had well, phones. what year do you think this is taking place? Later on, they have a argument over an iPod, and no one past two thousand ten is battling over an iPod. Great. <laughs> so that will, that should definitely date this movie. The flip phones too. Flip phones mm-hmm. too. The flip phones are very heavy in this film, and it basically should. And also, did you see the uh, the laptops? Oh God, those yes. things were huge. They were giant, and I was trying to figure out like what year this is supposed to take place, and I know this answer. So I, I know this movie was filmed in two thousand six and was released in the theater in two thousand six, but the year the movie's taking place is two thousand thirteen. What? 
What? We'll get into that. What? You're next, kidding. On next yep. episode. Then how It makes sense then. All the cars, they're they're 2003 versions of themselves. So um, that's why they can afford all these cars and have yes. multiples of them. <laughs> yes. Um, so oh he goes to school. And then when he walks into this classroom, there's... Vince here. Vince here. Vince here. Vince here. Um, <laughs> He's come to see his family. I'm talking about my family. <laughs> he gets in his classroom. He looks down in the classroom, and he only sees one thing. One thing only. And this woman named Neela is staring yeah. back at him. Eyes to eyes. That's it. I mean, That's she, all it takes. I'm She's a invested. hoe for minute one. For minute one, she's a hoe. Because she has a man, and she's giving him the sexy bedroom eyes. She was just and now, smiling. No, no, no. Wait, yeah, 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 just yeah. wait for it, wait for it, guys. And now, Joe's trash-talking women segment. Go. <laughs> I don't like Mila because she a hoe. And she is dating one of the... Well... <laughs> can I say it? Don't you want to, like, get to it? Yeah. Fine. You, you want to talk in the order here? I don't, or you want to talk in I don't order? like the women in the Fast and the Furious. I only like, I like Letty. That's it. Before you continue, if you have a boyfriend or husband, should you ever look another man in the eyes? What? Yes, you idiot. I'm married and I'm looking at you. <laughs> We're not I'm looking, looking at, at Jeff right and I'm, I'm yeah, looking at Jeff. Looking. Jeff, I'm looking, looking in your eyeballs, eyes. Jeff. His eyes are over here. Not on you. What the f- I can't look at it. I'm She's looking towards your husband. No, this I'm is looking different. for approval. No. Wait a minute. So you just called yourself a hoe? No. Because you looked at Jared and Gary no. in the eyes? No, it was that I didn't give bedroom eyes. Like, she's doing the whole hair thing, and she's swiping her hair to the side. Pee. Early thing. Happened. Yes, she did. Happen. Yes, <laughs> he walks she in. is, like, so... She gives him a little smile because he's the only white guy in the classroom. No, now. she's undressing him with her eyes. Oh, so she's oh. racist. Okay, well then she is a hoe. First of all, she's not even <laughs> Japanese, so she can't say anything yes. about anyone she's else. She's not Japanese, and it looks like maybe that's the only two reasons why these two people see each other. Mm -hmm. Because they go, oh, not Japanese people. We have a connection. Yeah. We're going to watch that scene again, and I want you to tell I'm, me again. Unfortunately, I will probably totally... have to watch some of this just to, to see if any of you are right oh, or no. wrong. Watch, watch how she's like totally undressing him with her eyes in that scene. Well, they look at each other. That. He shares a Kentucky Fried smile, and he's very cute, and he's like, hey. And so he sits in the classroom, and then cut to lunch, where we meet a new character, Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. Well, they just call him Bow Wow in the credits. It did. Oh. For, a second, I, for a second, I thought it was uh, Ja Rule, but obviously... Uh, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Due to the, uh, that the should have been the connection. That should have came back. Yeah, this character's name is Twinkie. Uh, I don't even know if anybody here knew that, uh, except me. <laughs> I do. Yes. I, I remember his name is Twinkie. Okay. Yeah, the sad part about it is uh, Sean or Lucas Black keeps calling him Twink. Twink. Yeah, this is a guy who is very typical. He is selling everything out of a backpack, and he has everything. He's the red character in Shawshank Redemption. This is a, this is a stereotype, unfortunately. I mean, it is a, a weak, weak thing, and this character is written very weakly. He, he basically is just there to push plot. Yeah, and it's, it's sad because he does not do fucking anything in this film. No. Would you buy anything that he sold? 
He had some badass Air Jordans. I got to tell you that I was trying to date those, but I couldn't tell. Those are nice looking. They're red. Because they're in Japan, how hot are these hot items? Because they're in the country that's making the, I don't know if it's um, Nike's made in Japan specifically, Mm -hmm. but a lot of these electronic devices back then, they're made in Japan. So is there a lot of hot merchandise? Apparently. I mean, I don't know if it's VHS recorders. (laughs) It's coming back, guys. It is. Media players all around. Media players all around. We've moved on from VHS players. We got hot iPods and uh, shuffles and zooms. Oh, I'm sure because we're in Japan, they have Blu-ray players ready. That's true. That's true. And he says he can't get any of this merchandise. You got to get it. This is one of a kind, one of a kind. And he tries to sell Lucas Black, our main character, which is, what is his name? Does anybody know what is the main character's name? Sean. Sean. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, I knew Twink more than I do Sean. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Sean, he's trying to automatically get Sean with all this merch because characters have to meet each other. He says he came up to him because they're army brats. And he says, that's not true. I'm not an army brat. But Bow Wow is Twink. And he's trying to sell all his stuff. And he sees on the back of his backpack, he's got a steering wheel. I don't know why he's carrying a steering wheel. But well, it's only so... it goes to his car. It's... Who the fuck takes their steering wheel well, off? Well, Twink does. Because Twink he does. Said it goes to his and, car. And you know why? So he can say, what kind of car are you driving? Mm-hmm, so we can push mm-hmm. the plot forward. Mm-hmm. So he goes to go find his car. And I got to tell you, I it fucking cool. love this garage. It was cool. There's basically like um, one of those like slot machines, like yeah. bring cars out. And they keep going by. And he's like, I have a special car, a one of a kind car. So they're waiting. And all these beautiful cars are going by. And he's like, this one? No. Then finally, oh. the Hulk smash car comes down. <laughs> Nothing about this character Does makes talk any about this sense. car? I first thought it was the Incredible Bulk. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I saw the Jeff's eyes open up wide in excitement. Oh, my God. Yeah, it even has a, 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 a brow. A unibrow. A unibrow across the top. It, it has like... fists, Hulk smash fists all over it. It is a bright neon green. What purple, kind of car is it? It's, it's a weird car too. Purple interior too. It's a Volkswagen Touran. It's not, it's not made here. Of course, it's made everywhere else. But in 2013. Well, no, this is no, this is well. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to be 2006, so maybe they made it for 2013. Maybe it was a prototype. I'm just asking if it was a yeah, uh, yeah. So that's the car. Yeah. Is this the same company that will uh, make the Hulk movie in the next couple of years? Oh, is this... Is a promotional... No, this no. is Warner Brothers, right? Uh, oh, it might be Universal, Universal, because you said you saw this car at the Universal... Oh, yeah, I yeah, believe when yeah, the Hulk yeah. ride was around at Universal, it's still there. So, so yeah. Um, that car was actually parked around the entrance of that. Universal of and Marvel had a, pa- a part together. Universal Studios had some properties. Right, they had back the then. Back then. Back then they still had that. That's why they still That's had the Superman ride still there whenever they went to... Superman. I'm sorry, Spider-Man. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say. Sorry. I was going to say, that I think Doctor that's... Uh, yeah. And Doctor Doom. They have all, you know, the yeah, whole the Marvel Fantastic area. Four like, and they keep the rights to it, yeah. so... Yeah, they held on to it for a very long time. And then in regular Universal, they do have the Fast and Furious ride. So they that's do. why I'm like, mm, was there a little promotional? Yeah, what a fun right. ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should go back <laughs> to that for this. I had no uh, idea what was about the going plot on. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, so this is where we basically now go to a special garage. 
and we get plot. This is the story. From here on, this is where everything happens that we need to know. This garage is incredible. It's a secret garage club where everybody parks their cars and has a rave, but also do something special. They drift. Oh my god. They drift the shit out of this garage. Pan just does do. things better. I'm just gonna yeah. say it. They uh, do things better. The music, the the people, the I, I will say this. The a lot uh, of good stuff. The music in the opening was all Kid Rock and uh, Limp Biscuit, and then it changed to Japanese music, and I liked it a lot fucking better. Me too. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, thank God. Like, this is at least fun now. Uh, even the score got interesting, which I thought was a ripoff of uh, ACDC, but you guys told me it was not ACDC. I thought it totally was an instrumental ACDC song, but no one said no. no one said I didn't hear it at all. Okay. So. Right, that's weird. I, I gotta listen to it again. I gotta hear if it is. Mm. No one's got anything on that. No, <laughs> no I mean no. like that was when I, I checked you like, all out on that. I mean, he was coming in from like the airport while well, coming out of the airport, yeah, and, and like music. they played that music. And so I mean, like it sounded familiar. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, in this garage, this is where we get everybody. The characters he basically walks around the garage. He sees all these women, but of course, there's only one woman that catches his eye. And it's the girl from class, Mila. Or as he says it, Mila. <laughs> I mean. I could not just... understand what he was saying. We kept saying, is it, what is it, Mila? What is this? She's name? so extra. I can't So she her. drives, of course, drives a nice car. We talked about it before, like why, or during, while we were watching the movie, why are he being in love with her, like right away? And I've had instances where you're the only foreigner walking into a room and you see another foreigner. Okay. And you just kind of stand out for some reason. There's an attraction, or there's a connection. Being oh, we're different, and that's you know, for that instance, I I can understand. I can see why. And while there are other hundreds of other women there, I think that's the one thing they have in common that they're outsiders. Yeah. And and it just so happens that she's into cars, that he's into. She is. Everything's uh, coming together. They call it a draft bitch. A draft bitch. A draft bitch? You mean, you mean the drift bitch? <laughs> I like draft bitch. I, I, like draft bitch. I like draft bitch. I like draft bitch. She's, she's drafty because she's half naked half the time. Yeah. And of course she's a boss. And <laughs> Well, we do find out the reason why. Yeah. She she pulls up. Of course, he goes over to flirt with her about her engine. And Tiny uh, little engine. Yeah. He's like, oh, you could have had a V8. Am I right with this line? Yeah, that's and, correct. And yeah. she gets... Oh, yeah, men in your engines. He's like, it's in our DNA. I it's mean... Like, it's not in my DNA, so I'm I, fun. Mean, I was born wrong, apparently. For somebody that says they really like this movie, you're really making fun of the lead. I'm old. Yeah, Look, for real. This, is, this boils down to talking trash. I'm going to trash this film. Yeah. I know that there's problems with it, and I'm not going to lie about it, but I also kind of enjoyed it. And I got we let's face facts, guys. We watch a lot of bad movies. Like mm-hmm. I said, I think on the last episode we talked about we've seen close to five hundred films together. Jeez, yeah. And they have been the bottom of the barrel garbage. This is not that bad in comparison. So oh, we'll get back to that. We'll get back. So yeah, he it's V eight engines and little and guys with big, you know, engines got a <laughs> oh, a lot of envy. And so uh of course because they're talking you know, by the way, she also puts her ass uh, almost against him to shut the car hood. 
And it's very flirtatious. She's a hoe. And of course, across the way is a bunch of a bunch of people who live in the area who are sitting against their car, staring at them. We got one guy eating who is fan favorite Han. Yeah, eating enter Han. I mean, some, he should have bigger. Stuff. But there's another guy with a bunch of women. Now he's got, he's surrounded by women and he's having a good time until he sees someone talking to a, his woman. You know, these other women around him. I, you know, he's a there good guy, though, right? He cares about this girl. other beautiful yeah. girls around him. So he sees that, and he's like, fuck that crap. I have to go over there and mess with this guy. So this guy gets right in his face. This guy's name is DK Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's not Ricky Tran? It's not yeah. Ricky Tran. We're not, no Ricky Trans here. And he's also got a sidekick who's named, I believe, is Motorola. Is that correct, guys? No. What? Or Miyamoto? Oh, Miyamoto. Okay. I thought it was Motorola. I was like, Motorola. Morimoto. Morimoto. Okay. Okay, so Mori Povich and DK <laughs> walk over. They have a whole gang. They walk over to, to confront this guy for talking to his woman. A Bow Wow jumps over and says, that's the Yakuza. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. You of course know, it's the out. Yakuza. Of course it is. But of course, our main character, okay. Sean needs to get laid and so he's like fuck the yakuza i will burn the world for my penis to get love (laughs) wow i mean it just boils down to terrible writing but whatever you i mean jared are you here with me are you on this plane of existence this This man that i am married to is literally destroying the film and he said he likes this and he enjoyed it i don't understand understand. three okay my three buddies my three buddies do you yeah. agree that these are problems, but they're still fun? There are lots of problems in this movie. It's still okay. Yeah. It's still fun. And we're going to point I'm... out things that are have gone wrong. We're not going to be like, this is a masterpiece. Thanks for Godfather. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm Thank on you. acid. Wow. I don't understand what's wrong with any of you. This movie is freaking trash. It's uh, awful. That's ridiculous. That's no, it is not. Listen to what there, you're saying. There's some plot holes to this movie, but yeah. there are not as many plot holes as the Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious oh, 1 God. had no. some yeah, of the worst I, I plot I've ever seen. They were stealing 100%. VHS recorders? Well, let's not go over what, it again. Bow we wow did a whole episode to be, okay, trying to figure it all, out. Let's just rewind, sir, and go back to Bow Wow. Okay, yeah. he's a number one Twink. in Army. Okay, Twink. He's an Army be, brat. Say okay. his name right. He's Give an love. army brat, and he's taken to fencing stolen goods, and he can somehow, by selling shitty goods, uh, uh, you know, to strangers, that he can afford that car that he's driving around. And that's completely ridiculous. That car literally probably cost him a million dollars to soup up like that. That's good. We're talking Where about that because we can talk about the next insanity. Where the fuck is on this earth? Okay, literally, he's fencing stolen iPods, and you're gonna get the money you need. For- I mean, he's an army brat. Are you I actually kidding? can explain this. Please do. He's tight with Han. That's the plot. Give me a break, and please. And he's fetching goods for Han. First of all, Han doesn't even act like he's anything big in this movie, okay? He doesn't. He's just like, he doesn't do anything. Well, let's get to it. He's got the confidence. Like He doesn't have to do- say anything. He's Han. Aaron, can you do the backup noise again? <laughs> okay, so here we are. Reverse back it. to Han's... Um, <laughs> The, the group is walking over the Yakuza. They get face-to-face. Of course, Sean can't back down. He's got to he's gotta step up. He's got to step. Because it's drifting time. Now, he doesn't know what the hell it is. And I got to tell you, when he said it, I thought he said drip. 
He said, what is drifting? And Bow Wow's like, drifting, man. Drifting, this is what we do here. Now, the whole plot here is that this movie is called Tokyo Drift for a reason. Because they drive around a parking garage drifting. And does anybody want to talk about drifting what here to explain this stuff? What the fuck is the point of stuff? drifting? Can someone explain uh, it to me? It's so stupid. <laughs> it's to drive fast and not stop. Well, okay. I mean, cor- corners. I mean, I mean, I like, like if you go, a... if you go straight, you can't stop. So <laughs> okay, I can tell you single-handedly that I drive it's fast going corners. in my work parking garage pretty fast, and I hit those corners. Yeah. Pretty fast. She hits them, all right. She's had a lot of dents and a lot of bruises. You just got that car. This is so stupid. So I mean, drifting is like, yes. I guess it's a part of like their culture. Like they're driving down mountains. And so you have to kind of I don't think take... it's any culture. Yeah, it is. There's mountains. There's I think all. it's just about. It's cool. Drag racing, but turning corners. It's And it's turning corners quick, mm-hmm. right? It's just a very elaborate way to really turn corners. It's very showy, flashy. Is, is it very quick on these types of courses? Yes, it is. But yeah. for practical purposes, it's prob- it's not. But it's basically just for show. Basically, what we were talking about is destroy your tires. So yeah. it's just to be a douchebag, is that's what you're saying. Drifting is for douches. Well, I mean, that's uh, if you boil down bag. car I have to ruin my car and... You know, show myself up for the ladies at the same time. I mean, so, I can ruin my car without I mean, showing off for anybody. I just take a, yeah. an accident bump ding, to ding, the... Ding. <laughs> Last week when we talked about um, Gran Turismo, different car games, mm-hmm. I would never join the um, the drifting side of it because drifting was an art form. Very hard to pull off. It's very hard to pull off. And, and I got to tell you... I, I stuck to American muscle cars. I'll go really fast and... Yeah. Hopefully I'll hit the brakes and hopefully not um, lose my um, direction. Mm-hmm. But drifting, I never mastered it, and it, it was it looked, it's the coolest thing ever. And, and I gotta tell you, I'm not a car person. I don't like this kind of stuff. I'm not a big fan of people trying to kill each other in weird ways. I, I'm not. A, I don't really get it. But this was really neat, mm-hmm. and I thought the scene was really neat, and I thought the stunt work was incredible because they're obviously doing it. The stunts. And yeah. I heard what I looked at was they really did it. And it looks great. The final drift to the top of the parking lot. That scene for 15 seconds. How amazing was that? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy crap. Holy shit. I kept saying, I was like, holy shit. Tomorrow I intense. start drifting school. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me, guys. You sold me. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I actually thought this was well shot. I thought it was well done, and I thought it was tense. Yeah, we actually, there's a joke on um, Amazon. It actually said one of the genres of this movie was nail biting, and I was like, "It's kind of, kind of, kind of tense, kind of yeah. cool, little neat little scenes." I was more concerned for Tyrese in the last one. I did not bite my nails through this movie. I thought this movie was goofy as hell. That's my take on it. I'll see myself out. So for the three movies we've seen, where I felt one of the main characters were always the vehicles, I felt. In this movie, the cars were supporting characters. And I felt I was focused on the characters and less on the cars. And when they got into the cars, it was special. Yes. It made me sit there and notice what they're doing. You know what I also like, too, is that the plot of this movie is simple. It's Mm -hmm. it's very simple. It has a a plot, and it gets to the end, where the other ones feel like they have to either be Ocean's movies or a convoluted heist, friendship, family, montage. It's... The first one was a fucking mess. 
The second one was Ocean's Eleven with cars or Italian job ripoff. Mm-hmm. And the, the third one is a straightforward uh, kid getting caught up with a girl type thing. It, the romance should have been better. Uh, and, well, yeah. So, look, the romance here is basically they got a drift to for this girl virtually. Don't talk to my girl. I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you to a race because everybody challenges everybody to a race. This is Fast and Furious. And, of course, Sean doesn't know how to race. But the best part of this is he's just given a car. Yeah. And he trashes the shit. And I wanted to cry every time this thing oh. hit something. And he loses shamefully. Everybody laughs at him. And when he goes to school the next morning, everybody's laughing at him. Because everybody was drifting. I just don't understand, like, who would just, like, hey, I just met you. Here's my car. Go ahead and try and drift. We do find this out. They do explain it. So crazy. It turns out Han fronted the car to him. Right? Right. Yeah. And that's because, basically, Han wants another goon for himself. Another person on his crew. And he sees something in this kid. Because he knows he can race, apparently. I don't know why, because this is the first time he's ever seen him. Apparently he has some experience with um, Caucasians driving. Yes, that is true. He has a lot of Caucasian (laughs) friends. Caucasians? Did I say Caucasians? Caucasian. (laughs) Look, I don't... (laughs) Oh, God. I I have been drinking, let's be fair. Okay, so... All right, yeah. So uh, that's basically what happens. And But the problem is here, when he loses and then he goes to school, his fathers also can smell the driving on him. <laughs> you know, some fathers, <laughs> some parents. Smell that Motorola. Some parents can smell the drinking. This guy smells the driving. Smell the it doesn't even take one day. of the leather yeah. on you. Basically, his father told him, don't drive. If you get kicked, if you do it one more time, if you get thrown out one more time, you're out of this house. And I, you're on your own, and you're going to go to jail. And I can't take care of you anymore. And the father is a deadbeat father. He has not been there anyways. So him saying that is even more of a spit in the face of this kid. So I, I don't really understand this father dynamic. It's not mm-hmm. the best. But he can instantly come. He comes home. He's like, where you been? You've been driving. I can smell it on you. I can <laughs> smell the drive. You suck sweat and shame. And tire, rubber tire burning. I, I can smell, smell those it on hookers you. on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the stank of road hose. Did you, did you road find hose. A, did you find the other American-esque woman in your class? I can smell her on you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he uh, basically, uh, he's fighting with his father. And he goes to school, and he's got to stand up for himself a little bit. And that's where Han's like, you owe me. He comes to the school, and now this is like, Han is like Matthew McConaughey in uh, Days and Confused sitting. He's like the 30-year-old that sits in front of the school <laughs> and waits for the kids to come out yeah, and it, picks them up. It's, 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 he it's looks rare. younger than the main guy, Sean. I don't think so. I think so. Like, I feel like Han has to have been like in his 20s, where this guy was like I, know, I didn't look up. I didn't look up uh, Han's age, but I know that Sean is 24 in real life. He's playing a 17-year-old. And so he picks up Sean. And he tells him, he's like, I'll, I'll get your money for you. And he goes, you're acting like that's a, a question. Of course you're going to get my money. So he drives him to a location, which is a bathhouse, and tells him to go in there and get his money. Now, I don't really know what he said to him to tell him which guy is the guy who owes him money. But, of course, he walks up to E. Honda from Street Fighter, which oh is bathing. And he's got a giant bear tattoo. And this guy is 
fucking huge, if you don't get my Street Fighter reference. And he gets out, and basically it's the comical thing where he keeps throwing Sean out. But the cool thing about Sean is he keeps getting back up and going right back in to get thrown out again. Mm -hmm. So Han is like, I think I chose the right guy. Han was 34 when this movie was filmed. I knew it. I said 30 years old. No way. He looks so young. So... That guy does throw Han, Han his money. He throws him a wad of cash because sweaty guys in bathhouses always have wads of cash on their armpits or whatever it is. Well, I mean, that's the kind of theme for Fast and Furious. That's you just true. have like Wadded a roll money. of money, just yes. like, you know, what did they call it? Bricks or whatever? Like uh, a stack? Stacks. Oh, I don't know what they call it. I'm not part of the cool crowd. <laughs> a lot of stacks coming our way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, basically, Han and him like team up. And I. I don't know if I'm moving too quick here, but I think he gives Sean a car. Just, he basically says, "You have if you're going to work for me, you got to look good." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the next scene. It kind of it works right into it, though. Yeah, yeah. They went because, into like some garage. Or I'm something. sorry. Do you, does anyone else feel like okay? They're just handing this idiot from they, nobody even knows. They're just handing him cars left and right, souped up, expensive cars. I don't know shit about you. You just wandered in town from Ala fucking Bama, and <laughs> California, whatever. Okay, and I'm gonna give you two expensive cars to crash because that's exactly what he fucking does. Pretty I would much. kill this guy. Pretty much. Like, who who does these things? It's so stupid. It turns out that Han works with the Yakuza guy, which is DK. And they have a partnership, and they basically are running whatever illegal things they're doing. We're not specifically told because we're not, we're not really set up to think Han is a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he seems like they're just doing selling things but it's very hush hush on what the hell these two people are doing nobody knows what they're doing nobody yeah yeah we never found out yeah they don't seem to tell you any illegal doing it's just like they're they're getting some kind of hot goods we don't know how we never find out about that bow wow's running that merchandise for him and he's got sean working for him doing deliveries or pickups or whatever that's what he's giving the car for he's like well if you're gonna work for me you gotta look good you gotta have a nice car so sean takes that uh chance with this new car to basically learn how to drift. And that's that includes him trashing the shit at his brand new car over and over at the fish dock. And the old men just and, be like, oh, and he's that's got so a, funny. They don't yeah. know how to drift. He's got a group of friends who don't have dialogue. No. no. They all are there constantly as like extras, but they have no dialogue. They're always with him. They're supportive. You got like a Charlie Brown guy, a big fat little Charlie Brown dude. You got uh, an Asian guy and a girl, and this girl's very caring about him. He always, she's always grabbing him and touching him when he's hurt, and he don't want her. He's only got eyes for Neela, because Neela is DK's girl, and they're gonna keep running into each other. In fact, in one of the next scenes, Bow Wow is getting beat up on the rooftop by Motorola. Is that his name? It's Miramoto's uh, henchman. No, Mi- no, DK's henchman is Miramoto, right? But the, the blonde guy, what you was his D- name? You said Motorola's henchman? No, it's DK's guy. Yeah, it's DK. Well, Miramoto is DK. What? No. No, no. Miramoto, no. Miramoto is the one that has the like, orange hair. DK is the head of that organization, and Motorola... Am I saying his name wrong? It's not Mi- Motorola. Miyamoto? Miyamoto. I don't even I know what his name is. Hello, Moto? Yeah. They all, they, all, they all look like they stepped out of an anime. And they're beating Bow Wow up because he gave him bad goods or something. It's an iPod. And they, everybody comes and grabs Sean. 
We don't even know these people, why they're friends. But he's like, hey, he's getting beat up. Twink's getting beat up. So he runs upstairs. Someone's beating up Kid Ray. Some guy's beating up Kid Ray. (laughs) Thank you. you. Um, (laughs) So they run upstairs, and this makes Sean, of course, because he's a decent dude, he steps in between them and basically takes the fight. And this guy gets face-to-face with him. Again, this aggro face-to-face thing. And he gives him his iPod. And he says, hey, man, I got good tunes. I got the best tunes on my iPod. Take it. Does he say that? He says, here, just take the iPod. He says, I got all the stuff you want to listen to. It's I a got, bit extra. <laughs> I got Kid Rock. I got Hooba Stank. I got Snot. I got the best hits of Liz- <laughs> Biscuit. Have you heard Britney Spears' new album? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, I did it again. Yeah. So he gives him his iPod, but this makes Bow Up pissed off. Does this come back? Does this matter? No. No. But it does make Neela come up there and say, it's hard being the good guy, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, I forgot. There's a scene before this where he asks her, who are you, virtually? Oh, yeah. And he's like, "Uh, are you an army brat? I know you. And he basically says all this stuff, and she's like, you're wrong. That's not me at all. So here, when when after Bauer out, pissed off and walked off and everybody left they're alone on the rooftop and she he says i'm sorry that i i basically stepped into your life but i'm going to continue to step into your life yeah and this mirrors the first scene of the movie where he didn't help the kid getting bullied at school that's true so we're supposed to establish a change of character not sure what the change is but you know it's for the better yes and it, <laughs> it is it is set up and payoff at least they're setting this up with this character and this girl is a little different than the other girl that he went to town for in the first part. Basically here he's like continues because she keeps talking to him. Because guys, we're all idiots. And if a girl just says anything to us or touches our hand, we're just done. That's it. <laughs> the, girl we're idiots. The, the girl from the first movie just wanted attention. Mm-hmm. And obviously the same situation mirrors again in the second part of the movie. And she's going to stick around. She's now, She wasn't just about the fight. She actually sees something in him. Yeah, they they keep showing that that she sees him trying, she sees him becoming a better guy. She's he all she also is into him drifting because he's getting better. And in fact, we see a montage of him drifting against Motorola. And I know that's not his name, but just calling him that from now on. Oh, it was Maury Povich. He said Maury Povich, (laughs) and Maury Povich gets beat, and he's the one that was beaten on Bow Wow. So he he literally has a meltdown in his car, punching his car. And everybody, and then this he, is where he just found out he's the father. <laughs> that was the that was a little oh too long. That one. I that thought one. it was Settle. funny, Jeff. <laughs> I'm trying to hold on by a thread over here, just thinking about the montage and how stupid the montage was. So Han's supposed to be showing him how to drift. Han literally teaches him nothing. All yeah, you see is, true. Sean, is, is Han it. sitting in the passenger side in the car while he's banging into shit. Okay, there's He keeps saying again. That's again, all his style. Yeah, and, again, and, again, and again. And again. And again. And again. Like, it's terrible. I wish there was a scene where she actually teaches him how to drift. Yes. And I didn't mean draft bitch. I meant the drift bitch. Uh, I like drift bitch. Bitch. She I can like draft drift bitch. with one pinky and looking at him. We'll, 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 we'll get to that, that later that, on. That, but I'm just saying, like, that holy cow. I wish there was a scene, scene, you know, like a 30-minute montage of her teaching him the ropes. 30 minutes. I mean, no, but he doesn't It's a long montage. <laughs> yeah, we can't have 30 minutes, Gary. I'll die. Okay? Oh, my God. I, I would never make it through. 
so he's like beating all these guys and he's getting up there and that's getting DK pissed off because Han is basically taking the their cars, I guess, right? I think they keep slapping, or is it money that they're playing for? Because he keeps slapping money into his Han's hand. No, there's a there's a scene which the him and DK say he's like, oh, when are you gonna race me? He goes, oh, I'll race you for such and such a car. He goes, well, whenever you want to put up this other car. So it it, okay. it shows that they're racing for whatever car. I guess they're talking about. It's supposed to be referred to that. Yeah, we get a lot of like shots of like the clubs that Han hangs out and and Bow Wow's always there. So that's how you start establishing that they're all working together. And they're always in these backroom clubs. And there's like four back rooms, and one all of the back rooms full of women. Yeah, always women, and they're always ready to just have sex, but none of those matter because it's Neela. I know Ooh, she's not Neela. even the prettiest one in the room. She like, got an on. accent though. That's it. So it turns those. out one of these rooms that you go into the back room after three of the nightclubs you pass by. One of those nightclubs leads to a garage where everybody's sitting in in, in bed boxes in the like, middle of a garage. Little bed pods. So they give one of those bed pods to uh, Sean because Sean basically, his father said, if you keep it up, you're going to be on your own. He just leaves. Yeah. And he goes and stays with Han. And it's like more of that. But things progress a little bit more as Neela starts hanging out with him a little bit. And that's one of the scenes where Gary was just talking about where he basically writes to her in class and says, hey, when are we going to go drifting? When, when am I going to see you drift? And she says, you haven't asked. So then they go drifting together. And she does, I, I don't know what you it was call the this one. the prettiest drift. She, she has like, like four cars drifting in sync. Mm hmm. I, I can't. I can't. So it's like synchronized drifting. But the best part is, it's by moonlight. It's so romantic. Very oh good. And they're talking like there's no problem as these cars are jerking back and forth. Their heads don't even move. They're basically. Do you remember the romantic car. scene in Happy Gilmore when they. Ice skate. Yes. Lights go off. Um, exact same thing. Yes. <laughs> I was laughing because I noticed the moonlight was in the trees, and then when they zoomed up, there was no moon. There was just light in the trees. I was like, what the fuck was that? Is this moonlight or what? No. So, yeah, this is romantic, though. This is what this movie... And I gotta say, these two characters never kiss. No. No. I don't he, feel the romance between the two of them at all. He goes to war with the Yakuza. Over the this girl. only kiss we actually saw was Han kissing these other girls in the nightclub. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. We also get a, a a scene where Han drifts around the two girls for a while. In, in oh, and it was a perfect like circle. Yeah. It was so cool. And they hand their number over. And does that matter? That, and also, a... as we go on with this franchise, that will make no sense. Yeah. But we'll see. You'll see about that later on. Right, Han, uh, Sean and Han have this conversation that says, like, he's like, well, why don't you drift? Or why don't you race? It's like, well, I don't race for, I don't race for the, what, the notoriety type thing. He, and you he's want like, to do the voice? I heard what it. Are you, what are you racing for? And then we see this, he's drifting around these girls in this car. Yeah. Just to get a number. Just to get. <laughs> <laughs> just to get some poutine. <laughs> well. I'm going quick on this, so if anybody wants to add any of uh, what happens in this plot that I've skipped, because usually Jeff is telling me I've skipped a lot, and I know I have, because I there's a lot like, of stuff happens in this. I feel like we're creating But it doesn't plot. really matter. Yeah, I don't think we've missed anything. No, we haven't okay. missed anything. Uh, <laughs> basically, what occurs here is that Sonny Chiba shows up, and now legendary martial arts master Sonny Chiba shows up in the Moonwalker white full wall, my 
Michael like, Jackson Moonwalker outfit. Yeah. And he shows up and he's instantly a badass. And it turns out that DK is his nephew. 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 And he comes into his office and tells him, your partner is stealing money from you. Which means Han. Which means Han. And so this leads DK to go on a rampage to Han's place and send all his goons there. And then this ends up, this all comes together in a giant car drifting race. Oh, it's so cool. On a mountain, so they could just slide no, right off. No, no it's not the, the mountain, mountain. Yeah, the this is yeah. like on the streets. Like, see yeah. the people. The streets. Yes, yes. Oh, God. This one was a together. really cool Neela, thing. Neela has been hanging out with, uh, with Sean. Sean. She, she's like full on with Sean. I think she was actually thrown out of the Yakuza because she was hanging out with him. And I think there was a scene where DK got in her face and was like, you're and me are the same and all that. And she basically ran away and stayed with Han, with Sean in the office. And he didn't. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, he he the DK did tell her that his mom was on tour, or she was traveling around as something, and her uncle helped to rescue her her, her mother. Well, oh, no. that's right. And you're that's nothing why... without me and my uncle and my family. This is why Neela is hanging out with the Yakuza and attached to DK because basically she feels like she's owned by them. She said her mom died. Yeah, but yes. like her mom, like was I'm guessing a prostitute, what? and like yeah, and they said that she would have been out on the streets just like her. Did she say a harlot or harlot? I, I don't know what she said. <laughs> yeah, how everybody? Maybe she was a draft bitch. Everyone she's a draft bitch is, is a is a road hoe. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the road hoe. No, she said she comes from, her mom came from Australia, and then leading into, so it's what well, we understand, you know, she's a, what, an immigrant, so whatever, but her and DK have this, when he says a conversation, that she's basically turning tricks, mm-hmm. and so she had to get away from her mother, and I guess maybe her mother, that's how her mother died, and that's how she got in with the Yakuza. Okay, well, that leads, uh, when they go on the run, Han jumps in his own car, and Neela and Sean jump in one car together, and they get chased by um, Mori Povich and <laughs> DK. And they go into a, a crazy race where they actually drift into the middle of time. I don't time. even like know how they got out of the garage like because the door Tokyo is Square. I still, yeah, like, they're, they're, I still don't understand that part. They're in Tokyo just drifting around, but... But they drift right into a crowd. It's it's amazing. They actually split perfectly oh. for them to drift into it. That was the coolest scene. Somebody pointed out that if they had just drove, driven straight, they would have got away faster. Of course. They just have to double down on the drifting. So uh, this leads Han into a car crash where DK smashes into Han's car. Han flips over and it lands on its uh, like its hood. And it leaks gasoline, and it explodes. And Han is dead. Okay. So is Han a a fan favorite because he never shows up again? Is that what I've learned? Yeah. Uh, Heads up. This is in 2013. So, so, uh... So no uh, time portal ring thing? We had flip phones in 2013. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. So... In 2013, Han is blown up, mm. and this uh, leads our main characters to basically confront DK, but DK takes Neela 
by gunpoint and his in front of uh Sean's house where his father also puts a gun to DK's head or mm. and they say well Neil comes with me or not <laughs> Gary's like pointing finger guns at everybody <laughs> for or, no reason <laughs> or we all die like basically everybody gets killed you know and so uh they let Neela's like no I'm going to go with DK so she goes back and she goes with the yakuza well Sean comes up with an idea hey what if I take what if we go back to Han's place and see if there's any cars left? I have an idea. We're gonna, we're gonna do a drift off. You're what? forgetting what? the part where Twinkie shows up with the money that they stolen from the yakuza. Oh, that's right. I guess and that then does they happen first. Pe- yeah. But it doesn't matter. This is all, Twink's only plot is to show up just to push the plot along. Correct. So he gives him a bag of money and says, "What?" You want to say something? He, but then he approaches the Yakuza and says... Well, I was getting there just then. Yeah, he gives him the bag of money. <laughs> and he says... And he goes to the Yakuza and he gives gives Sonny Chiba the money and says... In front of like a hundred... They just could kill him. Mm-hmm. It does not... This doesn't need to happen, this next part. Because they could just shoot Sean and it'd be over with. Mm-hmm. But Sonny Chiba hears him out. He takes the money and he says, Hey, we're going to have a race off. We're going to have a race. We're going to drift out... And he's like, <laughs> drift out for my freedom. And Sonny Chiba's like, you know what? I ain't got any other shit to do, so we might as well drift off. So <laughs> he, he likes the punishment uh, scenario where his nephew has been causing him trouble. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, let him stand up for himself. He likes that. That's exactly what's happening. And plus, um, Sean could have taken the money. Bow Wow gave him it. He could have taken it and ran, and that's what I thought was happening. Where he was going to head right to the airport, take a flight back to the United States. You thought that was going to happen? I No, I know that was going to happen. But there's a scene where you see him walking as if he's headed for the nearest airport. Yeah. And then it's instead he shows up, you know, in the, this hotel lobby or wherever they're, they're at. But it's I'm like, bar. okay, a change of character. He chooses it. And again, the character was never this despicable in the first place. But they keep showing there's like apparently a... Ca- um, character arc return where look he's gonna stand up for his pride still and he's gonna give back the money and all he wants is to win the honor yeah you know of everyone um that he's been um destroying tokyo with yeah i mean <laughs> i think much. that was like I mean, an over explanation no he's yeah, actually right that's I exactly mean, what's happening here. it yeah. is but i feel like it was just he's don't get finger gun me he's standing up for han because han basically stood <laughs> okay. up for him Yes, I, and it's okay, basically, I he's, get trying, it. he's trying to give back to him. Han didn't either. He didn't really ask for the money back for the car. He let him work it off. Saw like like we said earlier, it, it, he, he saw something in him. It's like he became, as we say, as we say in this franchise, family. And of course, he had to try to give <laughs> back to him and pay his respects. Yeah, yeah and so sure. he does the right thing. He goes to do this thing. He can die. Basically, he puts himself in jeopardy here. But if Sonny Chiba is like okay, because He's like, look, sir, we both caused you a lot of grief. So let's finish this. But let's do this like, like, car, I don't know, drivers. I, I, he should not like men, but it's just like drivers. And we're going to have a drive off. And he's like, you know what? Let's do it. But D- DK gets to pick where it is. And it's on DK's mountain. Donkey Kong Mountain. Barrels <laughs> <laughs> sh- are rolling and everything. Yes. And Sean has finally evolved into... A man who lives 10 seconds at a time. That's true. <laughs> well, the plot here is they go back to Han's garage. They find his old car in the back smashed up, but the engine's perfect. 
And he knows that his father is trying to fix up his old, what, Mustang? Mustang. Yeah. yeah. And his old Mustang that was gutted for parts by on the docks. I think, uh, like, Hoodlum's, like, gutted his car and left mm-hmm. it for scrap. And he took it home. He's trying to fix it up. And this made Sean go, hey, what if I take his car and I put the engine in it? And his dad let him do it. Yep. His so, dad's okay with it, and he's yeah. not in the movie again. Yeah, but his dad, uh, you know, I mean, disciplined him and threw him out, basically, yes. because he was driving. But he also stuck up for him and put the gun against him. He saw what was happening, and he saw that he was trying to help this girl, and he basically stood up. It's like a him. Mr. Miyagi moment when he sees that, you know, Daniel really does need to be trained for yes. the tournament. Mm-hmm. But he should be a bigger in this last scenes, but he's not. Uh, we just don't know how long it took him to make this car. That's Doesn't why this question. take like a long time? I don't know anything about cars, but I feel like, like it takes like I don't know. Like they go, like, hey, we gotta be on DK Mountain a week. I don't. It's, it's like a day or something. It, is, it feels like a day. I mean, they gave him a montage. There's know? a montage. The car it's ends important. up being gorgeous. Like I think the car, car looked amazing. Yeah, but then they were like testing the car and like, oh, not this part. Let's try another part. Oh, that's not too. Yeah. That's that's not right. Hey, twink, we got a, another adjustment. Aaron, that sounds like some homework you can do for next week. How long does it take? How long does it take to, to build, build a, car? a car from scratch? I I feel like it takes a really long time. Like Fun fact five hours? with Aaron. Fun yes. facts with Aaron. <laughs> it takes a really long time to fix cars. So. uh... Yeah, this is going down. They got this beautiful Mustang all souped up. They're ready at DK Mountain, and the drift off happens. And it's another cool thing, but this one is more CG. Mm-hmm. They're doing it at night again, and there's a lot of like mountainside stuff. And the movie does uh, those transition shots where they're flowing through things, but in this one, they're flowing through the different levels of the mountain into the trees. It, it doesn't look bad. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. Oh, and that's true too. All the all of the people around the roads have their cell phones out, and somehow everybody's watching it. I have no idea how don't who recorded that. Like, and they're not in every turn. No. So yeah, they're all the way down past the trees, so it doesn't really make sense. Well, anyways, fun fact: this might be a big shock, but Sean wins. Yeah. It actually wins because. DK flies off the mountain and lands in front of him, and he drives around him, and he wins. And he DK could have won yeah. if he landed DK right. DK was doing pretty damn good, yeah. but he kept getting really selfish. He kept looking ahead, looking yeah. back, and he kept crashing because mm-hmm. of it. Never drift angry. Never. <laughs> drift Got angry. it. It works sort of like the force. Yep. <laughs> you could say he drifted off. Um, <laughs> oh, my. So. <laughs> so. Shani Chiba walks up to Sean and says, you've won your freedom. And he looks at Neela and he says it too. You yeah. guys have won your freedom. And he walks off and smiles. And it, that's great. Everything's great. The next scene, Neela and Sean are at the garage rave party with the cars. Everybody's happy again. Although Yakuza are in town, you think that this ain't going to end. This guy's still got his pride hurt. How the fuck will we still not come after him? But he doesn't. They're having a great time. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Except Bow Wow comes up to Sean and says, Hey, there's a new racer in town. I heard he's beating everybody, even in uh, North America. He's amazing. Uh, he says he was friends with Han and he went to race you. And he's like, Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna race anybody else right now. And he says, he says he's Han's family. And he says, all right, then. 
So he goes over, lines up, and who is it but Vin Diesel himself? I think that was Han's cousin, right? No. No. To me, that was the best part of the movie. (laughs) So Vin Diesel shows up in this movie, and here is the fun fact behind the scenes. The movie did terrible in test screenings. So they said, we need to put somebody back in this movie from the franchise so people can recognize what this is. So they asked Vin Diesel. He said, the only way I'll come back is if you give me the rights to my favorite character, Riddick. I'll do the movie if you give me the rights to my character, Riddick. And Mm -hmm. they did. Well, they knew that they they needed him, obviously. They need him. Last week, I made the mistake saying I saw um, Triple X, and I really liked it. I've never seen Triple X. It was actually the Chronicles of Riddick. Well, Chronicles of Riddick is good. <laughs> That's the one I saw, and I know that one was really good. Pitch, I Black, that. Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick are good movies. I've never seen Triple X, so that's why. If you saw me hyping it, please uh, <laughs> don't <laughs> watch it if it's too please late. Please disregard the last podcast. Chronicles of Riddick, I really like that <laughs> Yes, I agree. Uh, but have you seen the third one that he made on his own after he got the rights to this? It is mm-hmm. shit. It is the exact same movie as the first movie, Pitch Black, and it is terrible. What's so, that one called? Riddick. That's just Riddick? Yep. Is that the one on the prison planet? No. There's no prison planet one. Well, the person that um asked me to watch this movie, I go, oh, it's great. Let me watch two and three or whatever. She's like, don't. Just watch this. That's fine. What do you mean? Which With one? With Riddick. Just watch the first one and you don't need to watch it. Well, the first movies. one's not Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, is it? That's the second one. Okay. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Riddick. It, the first one's called Pitch Black. Yeah, never seen that one. So I saw the second one, though. Okay, they're actually pretty good. The first one's like a horror movie, and the second one's like a sci-fi epic. The third one's not good. And he made this movie. He basically made... He did this cameo to have the rights to an entire franchise. That's pretty amazing. What's happening? What do you want to say? Oh, I just had to pee. Oh, he has to pee. I do believe this boy has to pee. <laughs> he drank him Jeff, about 15 out, Dr. Man. Peppers. Sneak out. Any circumstance. Go that way. Any circumstance. <laughs> just, just trying to go to the bathroom. Well, I'm going to edit this out. So whatever you just said, I can't hear because I'm so scared about Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Going near Thanks, this. Jeff. I say next week he just just put him just, in, the he's just in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> he just can just peek his head out. Hell, Mike. He just be upstairs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We tried uh, that one night. <laughs> that one night. Yeah. It was a total um, fail. So. <laughs> He's giggling like a little schoolgirl in there. I think I might have caught that on mic. So. I mean, yes, you did. You have to keep it. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so before the interruption, the last thing I said about Riddick, yeah. after seeing that movie, I felt Vin Diesel, he's okay. Then I learned later, no, he's not okay. <laughs> Vin Diesel's career. That's just like the fucking toilet is flushing. I heard the toilet flushing. I'm, I'm trying to wait now. Oh, Jesus. I, I thought he was gonna get a dump, so he was gonna be in there for a bit, but he's back. Nah, he's back. <laughs> so yeah, what we so what was that about Chronicles of Rick? What happened? I said due to that movie, yeah. I I was like impressed by Vin Diesel. I go, I enjoy him. Yes. As a main actor. I did that. And then too. I, I thought he was okay, and then how do you feel I, about him now? I, I don't. I feel if I see him in the movie, I'm not gonna want to watch it. I, I I'm I'm pretty much on board with you. I like it for a whole new reason. We're gonna get into that in the more we watch this franchise because you'll 
it really comes out. I don't understand this, but we'll get into it in the next movies because, well, we haven't actually seen the next one. Have you, Gary? Four, I don't. I don't think I've seen it. Is it one, you guys, you've seen it, ones with tunnels? It's tunnels. Uh, through Mexico, United States, something? That's four. Okay, so I've seen some bits four. and pieces of it. I have not seen it, but I've heard And something before. about him. This is all, all I remember. Him coming out of jail. Don't tell me. First, don't need no, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is true or not. And him looking for someone. That's it. That's all I remember. I don't know if it's true. So there's a person and there's plot. <laughs> so um, he the plot is, is sort of tall. Yeah. He has hair. Does he have a shirt? And he wears t-shirts sometimes. Sometimes. What, um, hmm. what, uh, they don't get that right. Gary's like, deer in the headlights. It's from Canterbury Week. I can't look you in the eyes, so I... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. Um, we're going to have to drift. Look me in the eye? If you look her in the eyes, I'm going to have to drift against you, man. And that's just not going <laughs> to go well for either one of us. Right in our two kinds of cars that we have, I don't think it's going to be good. Uh... So how much so, did yeah. Vin Diesel actually get paid for that tiny little I, second? I just said he got an entire movie franchise back to him. But how much is that worth? If, if movies are successful, he could have made an entire franchise. He actually made an animated movie. He made a oh. live action movie that bombed. And mm -hmm. he I think he might have done some video game stuff because he was extremely into video games at the time. I and they did a very games. good video game called uh, Butcher Bay that's actually mm -hmm. Chronicles of Riddick Butcher Bay. It's actually great. So I don't know if he got rights to that back in the day too, but if he did, he made some money off of that that deal, okay. and probably more than he would have got just from a cameo, I would think. Mm -hmm. But this also worked in his favor because the franchise is his again, mm -hmm. because now people know that Toretto is in the franchise again, and he's back. They're going to come and watch the next one if they do more. So you're saying after that first movie. He's gone for the second, gone for the third, and the fans demanded he come back to the franchise. They didn't demand it, but they, they didn't know what to do to make people come back to the movie theater. So they all they did was talk about, he's back. He's going to be in it. And there was like the, like a buzz. So I think people that went and, like the first one, came back for the third, but it wasn't enough. And how the fourth one came about... That's a whole nother story for next week because I don't know how this movie spawned more movies. I really don't because this one bombed at the theater. And next week we should look at the gross of all these movies. It's three billion dollars. This movie? This franchise. Oh no, I meant like each individual movie. Oh, okay, I'll do that next you know, time. Just, okay. to, just to see how they're, you know. This is the lowest along. of the franchise. In as we go along, they get high really high i actually think one of these movies is in the top five of all time what? probably fast five no i think it's one of the last one a seven no either nine or eight okay oh wow <laughs> i mean there's, there's um, yeah you are guessing numbers <laughs> there's a lot of numbers uh so yeah so that's the movie the movie ends on that cliffhanger of them about to drive and uh finn finn and uh i enjoyed it too. Even though it has a lot of problems, and even though it's like stupid, it's a straightforward movie that has it's fun. I mean, I how can you say it. you enjoyed it? It's it, with all the things that you said were wrong with it. A million and one things were wrong with it, and it was stupid. So was the last one. Same thing. Same problems. Same stupid stuff. The bad bad guy was bad. In the I last mean, the one. characters were better in the last one. Tyrese. Yeah. 
He was better than all the characters combined in this I one. Mean, I guess the second one did have a wet Eva Mendes, so I mean, I guess... And you know we, what? we are going to agree on Don't that. Don't look me in the eye. <laughs> wow. Am I going to drift against you now? Uh-oh. I'll be oh, drifting no. out the door with my suitcase. Whoa. Oh. Burn. Mommy, Betty, please don't fight. <laughs> I want to come back to that movie night. Please. But, Joe, I'm hungry. Yeah. You're hungry? I'm hungry. Hungry for all this? Well, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think, I think I you're going like to see Joe also have a, um, all of a sudden she has extra Toyo tires. That's true. Garage, yeah. If I just see a bunch of tires laying on. You know what she's secretly doing. She's uh-huh. like, she drives up and she's like revving it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we did talk about one funny ass thing in the garage. There was a motorcycle with not. With Nas. Nas? Nas. Nas. We were told that we were saying it wrong. Yeah, what was it? Nas. Nas. Um, the NAS. NAS. <laughs> but we were laughing. That thing would explode. I would yeah. love to see someone drive that. What video game is that from? Is that in a video game? Is that in GTA, like, 5, where you have or that just bike pause. with the engine on it? Yeah, yeah just, just pause. How many times did they use the NAS in this movie? Um, actually, Once. not as much. Just yeah. one time. And it was, like, when they were, like... Like it was Han that was driving, and he hit the Nas. Yeah, there's a whole scene where you can you can drive. The cops won't come after you if you're driving at a certain speed because they can't catch up. And he was going 197 kilometers. 197. Yeah, I don't know what that is in miles, but kilometers. Like 160 or 150. That's what I was gonna say. It's about 120. Really? Dang. I was way off. I thought you were a teacher. All right. I don't have it memorized. The ending of this movie <laughs> just goes to show you that the franchise does need Vin. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. I disagree. I think me and Gary both said uh, it feels like Dom takes out the movie. Mm-hmm. As we get forward, I think that's 100% sure. You gave the guy a whole franchise just for a two-second cameo, so yeah, you need him in your movies. Because some people just love sleeveless arms, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know what? I mean, that's it. All right, well, we're going around the room. Jeff, score. One out of ten. What is this movie getting? A five. Aaron? I give it a 5.7. You're gonna go on a point scale. You gotta do one of the, you gotta do a point you gotta say no points. Five or a six. What did you give the movie last week? I gave that a six. A six. six. Yeah, because like I want to give it a six as well, but I felt like number two was better. So maybe I should change my score for number two to seven. Oh. You, but I can't. Yeah, they I can guess. be on equal footing. I, mean, I get. You know what? They are completely different. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was, it was like an anime. I thought it was really, really cool. And I'm not even going to ask Joe. I'm just guessing a two. Yep, you said it. My wow. God, that's ridiculous! No, it's not. This it's movie not is not absolutely as, ridiculous. It's not this as bad as the was, first one. You're no. telling me this is as good as Theodore Rex? I gave Theodore Rex a one. Oh, that's what I'm saying. One step above. Yeah, Theodore this Rex? movie was trash. There was nothing good about this movie. I disagree. All right, mm. Gary. I gave Fast and Furious a three. I gave Too Fast, Too Furious a seven. I think this- you gave it a six. No, I'm definitely sure seven and nine. I wrote it down. Here, let's look it up. Look it up. <laughs> so in any circumstance, um, I feel this movie is in the middle of everything. Yeah. And I feel it deserves a five. And I feel it's a good basis whether the future um, sequels are better than this or worse than this. So I keep it at a five. 
Yeah, did have seven. I did three, five, seven, and I I feel last week's movie was much more entertaining than this movie. And the seven, I think, reflects it. And that's why mm-hmm. I would agree with Aaron if she changed that last three year score last week to seven. Because when you compare these two movies, like, it's definitely at least two higher than it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hate it as much as Joe. Yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah. I still don't think it's the best one or better than any of the, like, last week. Uh, I'd have to go with, I'd have to go with a four. Wow. I would just have to go with a four. It's not, wor- it's not three worthy. What'd you get it, Scott? Oh, this is tough. I, I don't think it's bad. I think that it doesn't even feel mediocre. I enjoyed myself watching it. Yeah. I think it's a six. Oh my god, I can't I'm leaving my own house. Oh my gosh. I hate you all. <laughs> a four and a two okay. are insane. Can you low. please yeah. just look at this like just be objective about this? I am. The plot is there's no plot. It's so stupid. The first one had no plot. I had no I had more of a plot than this. Enjoy the first one. I hated these characters. I hated them all. There, there was so much more humor in the second one. That's why I had to give that's it a That's why seven. it's the best. This one's stopping it. That's stopping me from giving this one a six. Just that it was so fun to sit there every scene, the jokes all the time, left to right. This one was straightforward. Mm-hmm. And so I give it a five and more towards a six and a four, obviously. But, you know, I just can't give it... um. That six. That fonted six. You, what did you give it a two? Oh, it's a two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is closer to a five than a six, but I don't I don't know. I didn't hate it. I, I kind of like this. I think this character's fun. I didn't mind him. There's I, nothing I think the stunts are really good. I liked uh, the practical stunt driving. That's more. why it gets a two, because of the stunt driving. I also am pr- I'm impressed by the movie not feeling like it needed to do an Ocean's Eleven twist. Mm-hmm. I feel like it didn't need to do any of that. It just needed to be a, like a typical car movie. I love that the movie is grounded, and I can't wait for the, the sequels to follow in its... <laughs> Footsteps. Okay, that is perfect. That is a perfect, perfect thing. Yeah, I mean, look, talk me down. I, I, I don't think. I mean, five is probably right. I just don't think. Uh, I mean, as you're, if you're, if I'm going in the franchise order, and we, as we watch them, I know that they're either going to get equally shitty or equally better because they're so fucking insane. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to be laughing my ass off. That's the thing. I love insane. Then, if I'm going by that, then yeah, this is probably more mediocre in a five. I just didn't hate it. There's insane uh, good, and then there's insane bad. I think Gary and Jeff have talked me into a five. I'm going to go with a five. Okay. There's just certain plot points that just. Make don't make sense. Yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff that just there's, it, there's no a lot of plot. stuff that needs to be done here. Like the love interest actually needs to be bigger and actually happen. They don't even fucking kiss. She sucks. Yeah, that that was pointless. She yeah. sucks. There's no reason for her to be in this at all. And she wasn't even like the prettiest girl either. No, and she wow. contributed nothing. Dang. She contributed nothing to the plot at all. Does anybody have any last parting thoughts on this thing? Jared is very quiet tonight. Jared is overly defending and still giving it a five. Aaron is... I mean, I had had fun with this movie. You're quiet, though. I thought it was really cool. 
I mean, I only gave it a five, but I felt like you're getting completely depressed about this movie. They seem, I mean, really depressed. What? You guys are all change your tunes, all of you, if you just watch Pitch Meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Pitch Meetings. We touched on it a little bit last week, too, afterwards, saying it it seems like something was missing. In this one? Yeah, the first time I ever watched it, I was like, it's... I mean, I guess I would probably score. I'm scoring it higher than what I was back then, just because you know the more times you watch it and understanding the franchise, I'm looking at that. So yes, I gave it. I'm giving it a little bit higher, but at the same time, I still feel like there's something missing from the movie. Yeah, it's like from the plot, franchise. Good plot. Uh, decent characters are missing. I mean, any sense of you know reality at all. And I like crazy. Wait I like minute. freaking Wait bonkers. You said sense of reality? Yeah, this movie okay. is ridiculous. I don't think you remember anything that comes next. No. Because reality is out the window in yes. the next one. Well, you know what? At least it knows what it's what they are. You know, this one is like... I don't think like, it knows what it is. I, I think it's straight up batshit you know crazy from I, here on out. I think it just comes down to... I like, our char- I like our characters. I don't like these fuckers that they just bring in out of nowhere. <laughs> I think it's... The, the Han's introduction, like he's supposed to be this badass. He wasn't a badass. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I Fuck don't. I, it's, well, well, we'll talk about and, that. And yeah. if there's something missing in this movie, I would just say it's Paul Walker. That's the only thing I would. If, I would feel it's yeah. missing, but not necessary. Let me ask you: Would Paul Walker being the lead make this a better movie? Hmm. Yes. I mean, if this was kind of like a prequel, or him going to Japan is like a part of like yes. on the run. Like another undercover, Maybe. you know. So anything. Yep, 100. I think the well, whole script yeah. would have been changed, obviously. 100. And I think we... He wouldn't be in high school. <laughs> it could have been his flashback. It could have been like a prequel with him being younger. That could have oh, been... Right, that being a troubled cool. kid, back trouble and kid forth. To and... explain why he is the way he is with the yeah. cars. That could have worked. Actually, that's a great idea. That would have been a better film. Is I'm... that who you miss, Jared? Paul Walker? No. I think it would be a disgrace <laughs> to put him in this because you're talking about somebody and after one, in the beginning of one, you see him, he's like, he doesn't really know how to drive. Two, it's like he's an established driver. So I would assume going into three, if you put him in it, he would know somewhat how to drift or at least know a little bit about it. Not not basically starting from scratch. I think I think it would be a waste to put him in it. Yeah, but even if he didn't, you know, drift or whatever, he was just in the movie as a character of some sort, it would have brought more to the table than these stale busted ass people like we don't care about like honestly i don't care about mr alabama i don't care about him i don't care about her there's nobody in this movie to care about at all i don't care about bow wow at least in the last one i gave a shit about paul walker and tyrese i did i care i cared that's only because they were in the other movies no that's not true at all i cared and she about started tyrese. with the best the, the most insane she started at mm-hmm. so she had never seen these older movies she only started with like insanity, superhero level Marvel shit. <laughs> and so I can imagine anybody going back in time, which Aaron hasn't seen and she's just sitting here baffled. Yes, it becomes a Marvel superhero film. And it's odd <laughs> to go back in time, all of this feels stale compared to what we're gonna get. You can't you can't have two movies with, you know, like your your basic characters, your 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 franchise people, and then just jump into this Group oh, of people who nobody give a shit about. Without a doubt, that's a, that's a huge. Like, why the studio felt stupid. like they needed to do what they did 
But I just don't think, I think if it was a standalone movie, I don't think it would be the worst. Yeah, but it's not. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. If you're going to call this the Fast and the Furious, it's like if they're going but to call it Halloween it off of the studio. 3, it shouldn't be called Halloween if it's Season of the Witch and there's no Michael Myers. Well, now you're shitting okay. on a lot of people who love that fan movie. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying that if you're going to call this the Fast and the Furious, then maybe you should put some elements of that franchise in this movie. Like, if you're going to have a Halloween movie and call it Halloween, or don't call it Halloween, just call it Season of the Witch. No. So, I'm just telling you, and you understand this too, we, we both agree, if this is a Fast and the fr Franchise movie, and... But the, this is before the franchise becomes what it is. You're judging it backwards. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Well, then why make this the third movie in the franchise, and then just boot out all the... Well, that's what I'm saying to you. You, we, you have to pretend to yourself that none of the other movies ever happened. That the studio is just trying to keep a franchise going because they own the rights and they would lose it if they like didn't make another movie. I get that. So I they just don't have to, to like make it. another movie and they just subtitled it and were like, how do we make this fresh again? Let's just make a whole bunch of movies about cards. It's like a step up. There's like ten of those step up movies or bring it on. There's so many of them and they just keep rebooting oh, them. They're like, these aren't the same characters you love, but maybe you'll know they they seem familiar. That movie does the same thing. I mean, I guess you're right, but I don't have to like it. Just like I didn't like bring it on Cheermeister or whatever the fuck that shit oh was. Oh my gosh, that one was a fun one. Hashtag. And that was my pick. Oh, it was hashtag 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 cheer or something. Cheer or something, yeah. Cheermageddon? Uh, I think that's the next one. <laughs> and I've seen together. the original Bring It On, so it's good. my favorite is the first one we saw together. That's my all-time favorite. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was like Bring It On 10. <laughs> uh, all right, so you guys are all done. It's mm, hot. Done. We're sweaty. I'm sweating. We're sick of it. Some of us are pissed. Some of, of us are pretty I'm decently happy. I'm still smiling. I thought it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, we're moving on next well, week. I'm the odd man out here. And that's yes, fine. you are. We're moving on next week to part four, where things are going to get even more questionable. And <laughs> reality is going to start fading away very quickly. And I cannot wait to get to part five, where I think all shit hits the fan. And it really becomes something special. But Jeff? Does Vin Diesel come back in this one, or is it a cameo? Do I have to wait and see? If Vin Diesel one? does not come back in part four, I am out. He's a main character. Thank you. At least I believe Does he is. battle Saddam Hussein in the next movie? Unfortunately, <laughs> no. I no. think that's uh, Frank Drebin. And he, I think Frank Drebin is fighting him. In... <laughs> that's what I'm expecting for this next movie. Let's, let's, let's head out there. Let's, let's get go wacky. Far. Yeah, yeah, let's go crazy. Let, let him find a way to um, earn his way back into society. We need to take out Saddam Hussein. Yes. That's the only way you can get on board with Toretto's. <laughs> and their tuna shop. <laughs> is kill Saddam Hussein. Because <laughs> he ain't family. All right, family. Yes. Let's get out of here. All right, thanks, everybody. Night. Have a good one. Good night. Good night. Nice ride. I won it from my friend Han a few years ago. I didn't know he was into American muscle. He was when he was rolling with me. You know this ain't no 10 second race. I got nothing but time.